the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you on a wonderful morning, summer morning throughout Florida. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue, of course, which is our home away from home during the summer. Invite you to come on up and join us. We've got a great show for you for you today. We'll introduce our guest in just a moment. Joe Ferraro, of course, is joining me and engineering our show on location. And Jeff is in the studio. But before we go to our guest, I want to, of course, hope you enjoyed the Dr. Patrick St. Germain program and give a shout out to Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Of course, you know him well for Burn Fat Orlando and the many programs that he has on our stations. But of course, Dr. Patrick St. Germain has also been voted best chiropractor for five years in a row. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855 when in pain. That's 855 when in pain. Dr. Patrick St. Germain supports Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics on 1520 WBCW. Now let's go to our guest. John Perry is joining us. We're pleased to have John up here joining us once again. John, thanks for being here. Thank you, Roger, and looking forward to it. And he's wearing an uncharacteristic Friday green shirt today. No orange today. That will come soon. Though. We're pleased to be joined by Mark Washington joining us again, representing a popular Blue Daughter basketball and Wolf Lake Middle School basketball, where he's the head coach. And, of course, he's on the staff also of Blue Daughter varsity basketball with Coach Scott Williams. And, of course, Mark is a proud alum basketball alumni for the Blue Darters. Mark, Look, thanks for being here. Thank you. Um, we're looking good. I'm excited. Um, we're about a week away, so it's about that time of year right now. In fact, before we go to John, you've got some information for us. I mean, we've learned, thanks to you, on our program about the, the, the intense rivalry between Apopka Memorial Middle School and your Wolf Lake middle school basketball team and uh, you actually have a you know we want to investigate that more and maybe even ideally broadcast one of those games but you know you've got actually got the schedule and, and you've got the date when the game will be played for us that would be beautiful it'd be a great opportunity for the guys to get some exposure before they actually get to that next level um, we actually have 10 players on our summer league at the high school that played in that apopka wolf lake game from last year we split it right down the middle. There were five players from um, Wolf Lake Middle School and five players from Apopka um, Middle School. So this year we're going to do it again on February 7th at 5.30 at the Apopka High School Gym, the Joe A. Sterling Gym. And um, it's a great opportunity for those guys to, to really get exposure to, to just that atmosphere. I've never been in a, in a middle school atmosphere like that before. And I played at Apopka Middle, but it's an entirely different beast now once you get an opportunity to see those two Apopka schools go at it. And, and a great atmosphere, and you know, it's a lot of camaraderie. Coach Williams gets both teams together afterwards. They lock arms after they've played a very competitive game. He has pizza and things like that. He talks to them. So it's just an opportunity for them to kind of be adversaries one last time before they actually progress to high school where they'll be teammates. Exciting stuff. 
glad that you're keeping us up to date on it. Look forward to getting more involved. Now let's go to John Perry and you, know, John. Of course, I think yeah, the big topic right now is football getting started. First day of practice was Monday, July 31st. And why don't we start by just giving us kind of your assessment of a Popka football coming out of spring football? Well, obviously, in the spring game itself against Orange City University, Popka did very well uh, offensively, especially late. I mean, uh, you know, it's it a tight game till about middle of the fourth quarter, and Popka scores two late touchdowns to, to win what seemed it handily, you know. Uh, but uh, uh, Jacory and David, Davis Hamilton uh, obviously had a huge game, 300, almost almost 400 yards. I don't remember the number off the top of my head. Um, but just, you know, a really smooth-looking uh, runner, uh, and, and he just – was able to lead the offense. He's just a he's just a sophomore now. You know, once school officially opens next uh, week from Monday. But uh, you know, there's some others who were not able to play in the spring game for various reasons, and they'll be they'll be back. Uh, you know, or or will be not necessarily back, but a couple of them are or will be sophomores themselves. You know, the one thing about the this team offensively is that. The, the offensive line is veteran as, as they come. They're all coming back. Um, and, and just some really, you know, uh, Will Barnes, Ed Montellis lead the way in terms of people knowing who they are, recruiting uh, circles and that type of thing. But, uh, you know, I know uh, Rick Darlington, Coach Rick Darlington loves, you know, Shaderick Bradford. Uh, he was all, all di- first yeah, team all district and, and, last year. And, you know, Jake Coggle at center and Will Peterson. Uh, they're, they're, they're all – it should be a very solid offensive line for a Popka. Uh, the opposite holds true in the skill positions. Uh, you know, there's there's not any seniors in the skill positions uh, who will be starters anyway. You know, there's some guys who will probably see some playing time back there who might be seniors. But uh, there's only actually only one of them who's going to be a junior. So uh, they're most all sophomores. So, you know, there are three more years, uh, assuming everything goes correctly, you know, outside of injuries and whatnot. Uh, where where a pop skill guys are, are going to be able to to put up some pretty good numbers. That being said, you know next year the offensive line will be the issue. So you know it's 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 you know it's rarely altogether uh, there, but of course you, know, you may not want that anyway. If uh, you've got all seniors, uh, senior you know nine out or, or ten starters on on offense or seniors, then next year <laughs> who knows what might happen. Uh, and, and I know coaches, good coaches look at that, and I know Rick Darlington does, about who's going to start even before this year. During this summer, oh, yeah, I know he, he, starts, he, he is already the thinking about the fresh, the fresh who, who, will be, who will be playing for him in 2018 uh, when the season rolls around. So, anyway, that's, that's uh, you know, some of my thoughts. But, uh, you know, the, they've, they've had some contact during the summer. Uh, football-wise, but that was at the FCA camp, and it's limited. But there's a little bit. And, and, you know, with some of these guys, they know, the coaches know who can play. But, uh, on, on you know, next Monday is when contact starts at full pads. And, and uh, that's, you know, separate the men from the boys, as they say, the wheat from the chaff, uh, perhaps. And, and just be able to find out who can play on, on uh, uh, when it comes to giving out the licks and not, not just in shorts or seven-on-seven type stuff. We're speaking with John Perry on Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue right in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street. 
come up and join lunch with us after the show. We're also speaking with Mark Washington. He's joining us, and he's representing Apopka Blue Darter basketball and Wolf Lake Middle School basketball. Now, John, why don't we talk about specifically Jacorian Davis-Hamilton because, you know, for I think most people, you know, I'm sure you were aware of him and people that are very close to the program knew about him, but uh, I think a lot of us, were, you know, didn't know about Jacorian Davis-Hamilton at all, and he had a really phenomenal spring game. Now, granted, it is a spring game, and, you know, it doesn't count on any standings or anything, but still, three in the neighborhood of 380 yards and three touchdowns over 67 yards uh, certainly is, is something to talk about. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, and it's, again, it's a quality opponent. Um, it's just like the, the you know, preseason game against Mainland, and, and that will be even more intense. That will be played for all practical purposes like a regular season game. It just won't count that way. Uh, and, and the spring game was pretty much that way too. Uh, you know, Cypress Creek will have to forgive me, but, uh, you know, Popka wasn't playing Cypress Creek and putting up 300-plus rushing yards by one guy for, for the spring game. They were playing Orange City University, 8-2 and two last year, uh, not a world beater, uh, but but a very, very good program and, and, a, and a young program, you know, less than 10 years old. And, and they're doing uh, – they, they built it into a, a consistent winner so far over in that, that neck of the woods over in Volusia slash Seminole District. Now, and now tell us a little bit more about Jacorian Davis-Hamilton. I mean, I, I'm sure you were aware of him on freshman team and – you know, obviously he wound up in the, quote, quarterback position, so obviously he's gotten Coach Darlington's attention. Um, but, uh, you know, certainly you know, most people are not aware of him at all. Until, yeah, he, he, he was uh, for he was uh, ran the offense for the freshman team last season, 2016. And so, you know, he, he was a natural fit to, to with the, losing, uh, you know, Dimitri Birch and Deshaun Massey and a couple and Jordan Thompson in the backfield. He was a natural uh, to be able to come in and step into the one of those roles, and so um, he's doing that now. You know, there's there's some things he's going to learn and needs to learn and improve on and that type of thing. But uh, uh, you know, he's he's got the ability, obviously, uh, to to be able to to run the offense and know what to do because they're running the basics of it on, at the freshman level, and then and then uh, of course it expands somewhat uh, at the varsity level, but. Uh, you know they they will continue to to uh, as much diversify that offense that single wing offense and and then the more he learns the the more they're able to do that type of thing and you know sometimes just running the the basics are fine uh, because that's what a popka does best but uh, you know there there will be it'll it'll be a run it's always going to be a run oriented offense under Rick Darlington uh, you know passing will be. Uh, I'll say sporadic at best, but uh, I always joke around that the best time to see the Hopka passing game is either during practice or pregame warm-ups uh, because they tend to practice more of that uh, than any anything, uh, especially for the pregame stuff. But, you know, uh, Jacorian Davis-Hamilton is, I think, I mean, he looks like a star in the making to me. I mean, He was also three for three passing right. and, with a and, touchdown. <laughs> and, you know, it, it doesn't, uh, you know, a, a Rick Darlington offense is not a star-laden offense. It's very much you might have three 1,000-yard rushers, but they're also very good blockers, or they're not playing. You know, so uh, I, you've got to you got to be able to do it all and uh, under Rick and and you know I expect that all these guys they've got in the backfield will will be able to do it. You know, there's uh, of course Jackson Darlington, 
uh, Rick Darlington's uh, third son is will be back in the offensive backfield again. Uh, a young man named Akeem Brown, who was out of spring practice uh, in the spring game, uh, he'll be there and and uh, they're looking for some good things from him. So uh, I, th- I think the especially this year, I think the Apopka offense, as long as the young guys can in the skill positions can can not make mistakes and, and do like you know they can learn the offense and, and they will have had a chance to do that um, if they perform like they're capable physically uh, this offense could put up some pretty big numbers we're speaking with John Perry on Blue Darter Sports Central we're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue stick around and have a join us for lunch after the show we're also joined by Mark Washington representing Blue Darter Basketball and Wolf Lake Middle School Basketball want to let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBCW are supported by Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at fladoor.com. That's fladoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR and tell them you're in a popka Blue Darter. going to go to break in, in just a minute. When we come back, I'd like to talk about other aspects because you know john this is kind of really an interesting season to look ahead to you know last year was very veteran team as we talked about and you know kind of everybody had uh, or a lot of people kind of had a preconceived notion or some ideas of how things would go which expecting a lot of success which we had a lot of success now there's a lot of changes in the program you know a coach a longtime defensive coordinator coach Rolson has has moved on. It's not back. Uh, of course, our offensive line coach, Coach Delgado, got a head job and, and he's gone. And those are huge. You know, they, they were huge parts of the Blue Darter program. So you know, we've got new coaches in, in those areas. Of course, as we've already talked about, the entire backfield, as, as I put it, ninety-five to ninety-nine percent of the total offense left. Mm-hmm. And, but but in a way, it just and as I mentioned this to Coach D um, recently, it seems like he's kind of a little got an extra spring in his step. He seems like he's kind of optimistic about about this year but anyway regardless a lot of different changes and which gives us a lot to talk about so anyway we'll talk about those things when we come back you're listening to blue daughter sports central with roger franklin williams coming to you live from porky's with john perry and mark washington please stay with us we'll be right back coming to you live from porky's in just a few minutes it's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Have you been to Charlie Granger's yet? Charlie Granger's Hot Dogs, Brisket, and Barbecue in Apopka on 441 in the Victoria Plaza has quickly become the place to get great food for lunch or dinner. They've got a gazillion hot dog varieties from the Mohit to Orange County, the Blue Darter, Cape Fear, and more. They're all delicious, but don't forget the brisket, thinly sliced, juicy, what flavor? And now you can get the Charlie Granger's Brisket Plate topped with pimento cheese along with their delicious sides, coleslaw, soups, the best gumbo in town, and cornbread. Yeah, Charlie Granger's has the best hot dog varieties and mouth-watering brisket. But did you know that they also have some of the best barbecue in town? Slow-cooked and chopped to order. Featuring Charlie's pulled pork plate. Add their fresh and spicy baked beans, their signature mac and cheese. How about the white bean and brisket soup? And when you combine great food with a casual laid-back atmosphere, you found a great restaurant in Apopka that you'll be back to time and time again with family and friends. Charlie Granger's Hot Dogs Brisket and Barbecue. Now in the Victoria Plaza on US 441 West in Apopka. Obesity is a trend expected to get worse over the next 10 years, not only in adults, but also our children. 
and nothing seems to be reversing this trend. If you want to lose weight, burn fat, and improve your health and take the necessary action to lower your blood pressure, reverse diabetes, decrease your risk of stroke and heart disease, listen up. I have the solution for you. I'm Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C., and I have created and implemented the fastest, easiest, and most cost-effective weight loss program ever using our surf technology that's unique to my office. Not only do you get to lose fat, but we help you lose the fat exactly where you need to lose it without prepackaged food, counting points, or experiencing those nasty hunger pains or cravings. Best of all, it's natural with no drugs, pills, or shots. To review this incredible cutting-edge and revolutionary weight loss technology at no cost, call me at 855-889-THIN. That is 855-889-8466. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back. We're glad you're joining us. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka for today's edition of Blue Darter Sports Central. We're speaking with John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner. Also with Mark Washington, who's the head basketball coach at Wolf Lake Middle School. And also on the staff of Coach Scott Williams with Apopka Blue Darter Varsity Basketball. Joe Forjaro is here as well. And we're looking forward to a great lunch after our show at Porky's. We're talking to John right now about, he's given us a great insight into kind of a preview into a Popka football season. And I'll just go right down the list, John. Now, now I do want to mention Cornelius Williams because he's the one that got that 5% of the other right. total offense last year. And, and in, in the you know, limited time he, he, he got to play in a senior-laden um, backfield he he really was was impressive and the guy just looks like he's got f- phenomenal speed yeah he's uh, he's the and, 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 he didn't, and he didn't play in the in the spring game due to injury right he's he's the old guy and he's going to be a junior uh amongst the uh, offensive skill guys um you know i saw him in in the little bit of time couple hours i was up at the fca camp in deland shooting some pictures um uh, back in at the end of july and and he uh Honestly, to me, I would say he was the most impressive of Apopka's runners, and I was only there a while, you know, and, and it's a limited scrimmage, but his his speed and ability, you could tell his experience, as limited as it was last year, uh, it really helped. Uh, you know, seeing holes, uh, and of course some of that's innate, but the, but they also learn some of that. Uh, you know, I learned a long time ago watching these guys, some of the top runners, is that they, they, uh, you know, the the really good runners, they they're looking past the guy who's about to try to hit them to their second move beyond that. You know, to they're looking two moves ahead as to how they're going to move. You can tell that through their eyes. They're just their their eyes are scanning the field as they go, like radar type stuff. And and you know, they always don't get there because maybe that guy is able to tackle them or slow them down enough to where others can get to them, but. You know, Cornelius Williams has that that good innate ability to find the hole. He's got the great, great speed to get around on the edge. And that's, you know, you can't coach that at all. But, uh, you know, you put the players in a position of uh, of being in the position of doing their best and and allow them to do that. And, uh, you know, I'm not – it's not a surprise that he's able to to get some yardage. So I will see how, how that goes. 
as the ambulance drives by. But yep. uh, right, right. You can in tell our it's ear. live radio. We're yes. out sitting right out in front of Porky's. Yeah. He just picked up his Porky's lunch. Yeah, he's, yeah. Headed back to the. That's the how excited he is about it. The fire station. Um, but they, uh, you know, the one thing a Popka offense doesn't have yet that I see is is the bull running back the. The, the Chandler Cox. You know, uh, yeah, and you're not going to get a Chandler <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cox. Yeah, yeah, There's you only know, one of those, for, I think. It's funny. I was going, Larry Zonka and Chandler I Cox. was going through some old pictures today Chico, and, and had a, I saw a picture, a headshot I took of him his freshman year. Uh, you know, wow, we, we all change. And, and even as young as Chandler is still in, in college, you know, that you know, that ninth grade grade year has is, is been a lot of change, both just in his facial uh, part but also in the, in the physical part is – He's, you know, become a man now and, and you know, working, you know, the, the work he does in, in the weight room and outside the weight room is just amazing. But, but anyway, um, you know, last year, you know, Jordan Thompson was more of the maybe the guy up yep. the middle. And, the and tackles, that type yeah. that. But the way the Apopka offense is, you know, um, everybody runs up the middle. It's just maybe a different, different play, whether it's just a straight – you know the spinner uh, play, spinner plays, and that type of thing. Some of the the misdirection, whatnot, and then there's the other one where it's just everybody's leading the guy with the ball. You know, so you've got a uh, somebody. It's, it's hard to get to him because there's three or four guys blocking for him right in front of him, and um, so I, you know, I fully expect that uh, we'll see some big numbers from Popkin, and, and it'll be varied. It won't. I, I, probably don't see a situation where you know you're going to have consistently have one guy putting up 300 plus rushing yards instead it'll be three guys with 120 each or something along that line plus two or three guys with 50 or 60 on some of those really good nights you know uh but those might be far and few and far between this season with the schedule that apopka faces speaking with john perry editor of the apopka chief and planner he's given us a great overview of the upcoming football season we're also joined by mark washington we'll talk some basketball with mark washington a little bit later in our show coming to you live from porky's original barbecue in the heart of downtown apopka 256 east main street and this is a great time for me to tell you about the porky's hump day special can't get it today it's only available on wednesday but on wednesday porky's has the best lunch or dinner value in central florida it's their famous pulled pork sandwich a side and a drink for just 675 basically you're just teasing everybody it's not on the menu but you have to ask for it but it's every wednesday all day long at porky's the porky's hump day special now back to john perry now john now another player that i'm very intrigued by and and i was last year he got some playing time last year as a freshman at the blocking back position, and it's a, the young young man is a is giant, <laughs> and I don't you would know specifically how big he is. He looks like he's six three or six four, about two forty. Yeah, you're talking about Jalen Carter. He's uh, you know man child, man beast, uh, beast child, however you want to say it. I, <laughs> he wore he, number forty two, and, and he's I, just he's just a large young man, and and. And he was very, just a fre- freshman right. last and, year, and, 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 and he got playing coachable. time on the first team. Right, from what I can tell, he's very coachable, uh, and and you know, he's just he's got. You look at him, and you, you know, you look up the word potential in the dictionary, and his pictures there, and and he's fulfilling some of that, but he's got a long way to go to to reach that. But, but now, as as we we observed during the spring, they. 
there's talk about him maybe playing tight end. Yeah. But also maybe also being the blocking back. I mean, do you know what position he I actually will be I think it'll end up being more blocking back than anything, Roger. Uh, but, you know, sometimes injuries and or other issues dictate that. It may be uh, in terms of, uh, you know, what they're running uh uh, formationally, you know, whether it's the full single, the traditional single wing, or what Rick likes to call the spread single wing, which has the blocking back. But uh, you can look for some, when they do throw the ball, you can look for, for Jalen to get some passes thrown to him. I would He's love got to see pretty that. decent hands. I would uh, love to see that. I, you know, you look at a kid like that, it's kind of like when Warren Sapp played uh, here at Apopka. He was a tight end, and in addition to being a, a linebacker. And, uh, when he went to Miami, University of Miami, I, and Chip Gerke told me they had moved him to defensive line, I was not happy. I was like, what are they talking? Of course, you know, coaches there and, and wherever else knew because he ends up in the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a defensive yeah, well, lineman. Well, i got a great story about that. And you're so right. This young man reminds me of Sapp when I heard, you know, when they talked about him playing tight end. Because the thing I remember about Sapp, I don't even remember him playing linebacker, but tight end. They throw him those little short slant you know, pass, and he would just he would get up a, a, a full head of steam. And it would, it would look like a dump truck roll, coming down a mountain. And, and, and nobody, literally nobody, would, would, would get in front of him. He had the softest <laughs> hands, Roger. If it was in the neighborhood, it was, it was like Spider-Man snagging the ball. It just, you know, the, the web went out and brought it in. And that's the thing about Sapp was he, he's one of those guys that didn't look like a great athlete, but he was a great athlete. Like I said, he's got the great hands. He, the quickness was a big part of his game in the NFL on, on the defensive line. Yeah, and his basketball ability in high school. It was well, yeah, limited, Williams, but you well, know. Well, Coach Williams is telling about he's got f- phenomenal stats. Oh yeah, uh, he, he as just, a basketball player, he just was. I mean, you know, it wasn't ever going anywhere on his basketball. He probably could have played small college basketball, uh, but uh, you know, it was just the dude. I mean, I, you always called him a, a Charles Barkley kind of guy. You look at him and, and think, he's just a pudgy guy. You know, in high school, he's a fat kid. kid. Yeah, I, I, the first uh, time I saw him, I'm like, who's, who's that fat kid playing tight end? How, uh, how come they got him out there? And, you know, Jalen <laughs> Carter is is a lot more physical specimen than Warren Sapp would ever he's, thought he, about he, being. It looks like he's bigger. Even. But, oh, yeah, he's a lot bigger. But, he, I mean, physically, you look at Jalen and you say, yeah, that dude's an athlete or that dude's a, a, a man child at this point. And, and you know, uh, he's, he's going to have to – continue to develop his talents and and but he's got pretty good hands and he's he's going to block cuz he's just going to get in somebody's way and he he's learning and he's like I say he's very coachable and he's very very good now when i say he's got a lot of a lot of way long way to go and potential that doesn't mean he can't play right now i'm not it's not any of that but gosh he can he's just got such an upside that his his upside is so far beyond 99.9% of the players anywhere and and uh, and he's already better than most of them right now. Before he even thinks about getting into that potential, so uh, he's he's going to make a difference. And you throw him with that veteran offensive line, and Lord have mercy, uh, you know, it might be things where you and I could run behind Roger and get get a couple yards. It's it's going to be maybe you. But, but, uh, <laughs> after three yards, I'm going down anyway. But uh, you know, it's just it's one of those things where. They're going to. I fully expect some monster rushing numbers from this, and that's why I think this season is so offense. exciting. Because you know, I guess looking at it from a pessimistic point of view, well, we lost a lot of people, we lost key assistant coaches, lost the whole backfield, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But 
when you look at what we've got coming up, it, it uh, gives uh, you cause for optimism. Yeah, I, absolutely. Um, I don't think there's any doubt. The, the biggest thing that gives me pause is the schedule. Uh, you know, you've got uh, mainland, even though it's a preseason game, gosh, that, it doesn't get any tougher than that. I'm sorry. Uh, and then Ocoee, we won their district last year, the first regular season game. And then you've got Dr. Phillips, and, or Miami Norland, and Dr. Phillips, and then Lakeland. And DP and Lakeland are on the road this year, and it's like, you know. Um, and that we haven't even talked about tough district games versus West even, Orange and Wekaiva. Wekaiva is going to be probably defensively. I can't imagine they're not going to be as good as anybody uh, on the schedule. I mean, they're probably probably better than anybody. I mean, maybe DP or I mean, maybe DP or Mainland in the preseason games usually pretty darn salty on defense, but. Well, Kaiva's got all those cats coming back on defense, and, and that'll be – if that's not for the district cha- the de facto district championship, I will be shocked, uh, you know, come come uh, late October. So, uh, you know, there's there's just some really, really tough games for Apopka uh, this season, no doubt about and that. And a lot to be excited about. And, of course, you know, I'm, of course, intrigued, and I think literally every high school football fan in the state of Florida will be intrigued by the – a Popka versus Lakeland matchup. Popka travels to Lakeland, which, of course, was is Coach Darlington's alma mater. He played football for the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. And, in fact, his high school coach, Coach Bill Castle, who's obviously a legend, is still coaching Lakeland. So Coach is going to not only go back and play his, his own high school alma mater on the field that he played on, he's going to also be matching wits, if you will, competing with his old high school coach. Yeah, that's – and Doesn't you know, get more salty than that. Yeah, that uh, – <laughs> That that's an intriguing matchup, Roger. There's no doubt about that. I'm I'm really looking forward to that week and then uh, seeing how things are. I you know uh, I know I know it'll be one of those times where before and after the game there'll be a lot of a lot of happy memories and and thoughts of uh, when when Rick was there. You know, but when that ball's kicked off till the final bu- the buzzer. Both those coaches are going to want to beat the other one's brains in. That's just their nature. He's he's more like Bill Castle. Rick is more like Bill Castle along that line. He just, I'm going to come after you, and we're going to give you the best. And he wants to thump his alma mater. I don't. I don't. There's no doubt about that. A lot of great stuff to look forward to. And as we go into break, great time to tell you. you can hear it all right here on 1520 WBCW every Friday night. Tune in. Game times for the home games will be 7 p.m. this year. And uh, go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say, though, the one, the the preseason game has been moved to 7.30 because it's going to be on Spectrum TV. So, uh, And then the game at Lakeland is at 7.30. At this point, uh, all the rest of the games are at 7. I, you know, the, the Spectrum is, is released their schedule through September. Uh, you know, they're not doing DP or Lakeland, which honestly surprised me. But, uh you know, now we'll we'll see come come October as to where they pick up any games and want them to move to seven thirty. But uh, you know, at this point, the the seven thirty games are day, uh, Daytona Mainland at home and um, yeah, well, we, we get a, and so break. and so Lakeland then uh, and the rest of them are at seven. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on fifteen twenty WBZW, your hometown station. Covering Apopka and all of Northwest Orange and West Seminole Counties. Your hometown station, 1520 WBCW. And online at 1520WBCW.com. 
Is this Seven? heaven? Close. It's a popka, home of Porky's Real Pit Barbecue. Try Porky's mouth-watering menu from succulent ribs to chicken and the Mac Daddy Burger, the Black Eyed Peas, Brunswick Stew. No one does barbecue and all the fixings like Porky's Real Pit Barbecue. For lunch, dinner, before or after the game. And if you're having a family reunion this summer, maybe a Little League banquet or office outing, everyone will love catering from Porky's. And don't forget Hump Day Wednesday and Bike Night Thursday. Grab the family and your appetite and head to Porky's. Real good, real southern, real pit barbecue. Downtown Apopka. Did you know that your garage door can get the blues? Sometimes it'll open for you, sometimes it won't. When your garage door and garage door opener get the blues, it's time to call Florida Door Solutions. They fix, repair, replace, install, create, design, and upgrade garage doors and garage door openers. You know, garage doors don't like the blues, and neither do you. It can be frustrating and inconvenient, and it could be a security threat, too. So call Florida Door Solutions right away at 866-FLA-DOOR or online at FLADOOR.com. They can upgrade your garage door with the latest state-of-the-art system from LiftMaster with the exclusive gateway accessory. They've got the best products in the business from Clopay, Overhead Door, LiftMaster, and more. And Florida Door Solutions has a reputation for doing the job right the first time. Who do you think did all the new garage doors at Camping World Stadium? Get rid of those garage door blues. Home or business with Florida Door Solutions. Call them today at 866-FLA-DOOR or take a tour online at FLADOOR.com. The heat is on, but you've been putting off updating your AC. Well, the wait is over. Cool off now with another great, amazing radio deal. Only at AmazingRadioDeals.com. Yep, summer in Florida is going to be hot, but this deal is even hotter. Essential air at half price. Just go to AmazingRadioDeals.com for all the details on half price cooling from the area's best AC companies. Real half price deals. No catch, no kidding. But don't wait. These complete AC home packages with installation will go fast. Just go to AmazingRadioDeals.com and make sure you tell a friend. Price cooling available only at AmazingRadioDeals.com. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back. We're glad you're joining us today. It's a great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue right in the heart of downtown Apopka. Come up and join us for lunch. We're joined by John Perry, editor of the Popka Chief and Planner Newspapers. Of course, one of the foremost authorities on Apopka Blue Darter Athletics and Apopka Blue Darter Football. We're also joined by Mark Washington, who's joining us representing Blue Darter Basketball. He's the head basketball coach at Wolf Lake Middle School, and he's on the staff of Coach Scott Williams of the Blue Darter Varsity, and he's a Apopka Blue Darter alumni basketball ball player as well back from the Eddie Jenkins era. Joe Ferraro's here and we're having a great show. All we're missing is you. Come on up and join us. Let's go now. We'll go back to John and talk some more of Popka football and get insights into the upcoming season. But now let's go to Mark Washington. And Mark, can you just talk to us about, let's start specifically with your team, the Apopka, excuse me, the Wolf Lake Middle School basketball team. Okay, um, um, one thing I wanted to do really quickly, I have to name drop. When we were talking about Warren Sapp in that last segment, he's actually my cousin. So I already knew about the basketball prowess. I guess it kind of runs in the family. And Apopka is like athlete athletes central. So, um, And a lot of people play multiple sports, as you know. Brandon Merriweather, he was a two-sport athlete, basketball, football, different things like that. But um, kind of bringing it back around to my middle school guys, we want to get that pipeline in place early because Coach Darlington, you, as, you, as, you, as you guys already know, he, he gets them early. 
and he keeps them and they just work and they progress together. So we're trying to do the same thing. Um, my, uh, my big three, as I call them, Nakai Martinez, um, Bryson James, and Brandon Johnson, they're my returners this year, and they're going to be they, – they've been putting in work with the high school guys all summer long. And um, Caven Call, his AAU team actually won the sixth grade nationals. So um, we're, we're looking ahead to a lot of good things, and I, I enjoy the opportunity that they get to – kind of shadow and work with the older guys because coach williams he has his varsity guys the jv guys they give back a lot so there's a lot of community involvement between all schools we also um combine with the popka middle school as as, as we mentioned for the uh, battle of apopka as we call it between apopka middle and wolf lake once again that's going to be february 7th at apopka high school um it's just an opportunity for both schools all of these guys that that grow up idolizing these players and, and just wanting to be a part of it um, that's another thing that Coach Williams really wants to really um, expand upon. He really wants to get the legacy, the lineage, the history of Apopka basketball on the map. So he's actually currently working on a, pro- on a project that he wants to actually go back through, through um, different decades, different coaches, whether it be um, himself now, whether it be Coach Jenkins when I played, Coach Ruda going back to the 90s, Coach um, Stanky, different ones. Um, he just wants to get as much basketball information out there as possible. As we mentioned, uh, Warren Sepp, he was a great um, basketball player. Um, Brandon Merriweather, we go a little, fast forward a little bit to Dwayne Foreman, Ned Baldwin, um, Fernando Durden. There's been just countless players that have come through there, and we want to keep that pipeline going, just kind of combining past, present, and looking ahead to the future. That's great, you know, and John and I could help him about the Coach Galen Ward era, which was at some really great teams, OBC champion teams, okay. district okay. championship teams, made it to the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, Butch Helms, who was also a former principal uh, later in his career, had some great teams, made it to the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know, John, one that sticks out to me is um, Dwight Edge also. You know, that um, team that actually had five Division One football players on it. You know, that Butch Holmes coached. We had uh, the Cedric Anderson and oh. and um, you know Kellum, Doug Kellum, and uh, you know, Eddie Williams. And, okay. Uh, you know, we you, you, actually those guys had distinguished themselves in Chip Gerke's early years in the mm-hmm. football program. They won the first district championship. Fred Griffin, uh, but we, all five starters were actually played Division One football, which is kind of kind of interesting. Now, okay. But yeah, there are tremendous rich history in basketball. Of course, coach the incredible years where we were dominant mm-hmm. in Coach Sterling's era. And even moving forward, um, currently we have multiple guys that are playing um, college basketball right now. Joe Cheeley, he's at the College of Charleston. Um, Taylor Taylor Breck, he's at Southern Indiana. And they come back all the time. So we want to really get that that, that camaraderie. We were literally um, at a popular high school with um, some of the guys, uh, Danny Moore, Monte, um, just so many different guys that come back because it's an exciting it's an exciting time and literally we just concluded with the um, the FCA basketball camp over at um, the RDV Sportsplex and at the end of that coach Williams he actually said and it wasn't an overstatement he actually said that this year is the it's the strongest collection of talent that he's ever had because usually as we know talent comes and goes you can't really recruit or anything like that at the high school level it's just a matter of timing you might have a really solid senior but not really anyone else with him. Or our class might graduate. You might have people blossoming at different times. So really, this is kind of a golden era right now because the varsity team is loaded. The JV team, loaded. The freshman team is loaded. And the pipeline of the middle schoolers that are going to come in to replace them and also progress with them is loaded. So it's a great time. A pop for football, obviously, a pop for basketball. We're, we're, we're here, so we're ready. We're excited. 
Thanks for a great update. And, then of course, if you're looking back in the past, Coach Howard Beckert was actually okay. coach, coach basketball and had some, had some great teams back in that era. Yeah, that was even before your time and my time, <laughs> yeah. Roger. But uh, you yeah, heard about that from my father. And, of course, yeah. Mr. Beckert was my next-door neighbor. But, hey, he got to the state. I believe they got to the state tournament back back in that era. Guys like J.C. Hicks, and uh, who's still around, and who was a great player when he played for Clemson. So okay. we've got a phenomenal basketball uh, legacy at Apopka. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, Mark, why don't you just talk a little bit more about um, as, as you develop you know, your team okay. and, and what you're expecting f- from Wolf Lake next year. Now, um, back in the 2015-2016 season, I was over at Teague Middle School. So last year I transitioned over to Wolf Lake, and they they were coming off a pretty rough season. They only had two wins um, the year before I got there. Um, I guess there, was, there, there wasn't really the team chemistry. Now, obviously you're dealing with developing players, not just developing players but developing personalities because you're dealing with anywhere from about 12 to 14 year olds so with that being the case what i wanted to implement were were some of the things that i've learned from my coaches so um coach jenkins he was always about team first the team first mentality and coach williams he's all he's all about family and and the brotherhood so i wanted to kind of combine those things so we have a motto over at wolf lake it's one team one dream and what we mean by that is it's literally only one team at wolf lake because orange county public schools they don't have two middle school teams it's literally whether you're sixth grade, seventh grade, or eighth grade, you're all playing on one team. So not all of the um, younger players actually get a chance to play, but they're they're determined, they're committed, just like our, our main players. And that was that was the difference. I noticed right away that they bought in, and and really um, the older guys they kind of took the lead, and they were leaders. The um, the younger guys they actually learned from them, and they were they were just ready from day one. So we turned it around. We lost a nail-biter last year um, versus Popka. It came down to the wire, one-point loss, and one-point loss to Lakeview, but we beat every other team. We went from a two-win season to actually making it to the second round of the playoffs, and we're looking for bigger and better things now. Our offense is all about ball movement, body movement, and commitment to each other. So we put the person before the team. I mean, the person before the individual. So that actually helps the team overall. So if you play for each other, then the sky's the limit. Great insights. And uh, you had some great mentors. It's great to see that you're putting what you learned. Oh, yeah. Playing for them and observing them um, on your team as your head coach. In fact, you see Pastor Daryl Morgan's here <laughs> joining us at Porky's. In fact, he's going to be our guest on the Roger Franklin Williams show this week. Okay. Um, but, John, I'd like to ask you because you've got great insights going all the way back to, you know, not only when we were in school with Coach Galen Ward, his teams, but also – uh, the Coach Joe Sterling era. In fact, you were actually neighbors with, with the Sterlings. Yeah, I lived, lived a couple blocks away and <clears throat> used to go get my uh, head pounded in by, by his son, Joe, <laughs> uh, in their, in their, at their backyard. Yeah, a true prodigy. <clears throat> yeah. Basketball uh, prodigy. Yeah, yeah, obviously, you know, coach of a son and, and just a, a great guy, and, you know, as a, as a doctor in Orlando and just a, you know, wonderful man. But, uh, you know, it was it was fun growing up during that time. You know, my dad kept the clock for for Apopka basketball for years and years, and in '60s, '70s, and a little bit into the '80s. And you know, I just I went from being uh, you know four and five years old sitting under the scores table to you know sitting in the stands with my friends in high school and whatnot and <laughs> and, and everything. But just just witnessing some great stuff, you know. The epic battles with with Deland and Murray Arnold and and Apopka and, and Joe Sterling and just some really some really great memories. Um, you know, very good. You know, uh, ball players and you know some guys who could hit that outside shot if they had a three point line back in those days. You know, they're they're uh, 
scoring would have gone up a, you know, a decent amount. Larry Beasley, you know. Bill Shepard. And, those, and then there's no dunking and no three-point shots in those days. And, uh, you know, it just it, – it's it, the game has changed somewhat. But, uh, I don't think we know. had anybody tall enough to dunk in anyway. Well, now, that Charles might be changed. true. That might be true in some of those years. But, uh, yeah. you know, just the, the – the legacy and, and whatnot that a lot of these kids don't know, and I understand, and, and I know I've talked with Scott and, and know of his project to try to get some of that history mm-hmm. brought back, and, and uh, you know, did, you know, last year, uh, I guess it was, when he had the 62 championship team yeah, back awesome. for for uh, an evening in there, and, and uh, so, you know, and, and I was, you know, in literally in first grade when they won that state championship, and uh, you know, it's like holy smokes! I remember these guys, you know, and 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 whatnot. But uh, yeah, be of course. Yeah. And and there's just you know, I, I know Mark's talking about the some of the the pipeline of talent and whatnot, and and that's what you got to have. You got to have that that feeder program uh, to to feed into the high school level, whether it's in youth basketball or middle school basketball, and then into the high school, and and you know, you get some talent and develop it, and there's a concerted effort to to funnel things toward with the same coaching, mm-hmm. same mentality and same thought process of coaching the team, the family, the, the do right, uh, you know, uh, in your life and, 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 and do things the right way. And then the, if you've got enough talent anyway, you know, things will take care of themselves on the court. Yep. And that's, that's true in life at all and everything. But, but you know, when it comes to sports, it's, it's so, so true. And, it, and honestly, it helps build team chemistry. Uh-huh. And in basketball, I, you know, football team chemistry is so important, but basketball especially because, you know, whether it's on help defense or I was reading something the other day, helping the helper on defense, uh-huh. you know. Um, uh, and, and so, you know, feeding the, the, the teammate for a layup instead of taking the short jumper yourself. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's great. Yeah, it's uh as you said, Coach Scott Williams building a program. Mark Washington is one of the ones playing a key role in helping him do that. And it's exciting to see it all unfold and <laughs> really exciting about the future of a popular daughter basketball under the direction of Coach Scott Williams. Well, friends, it's time for us to take our next break. We'll be back in just a few minutes coming to you live from Porky's on Blue Daughter Sports Central. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Is this heaven? Close. It's Apopka, home of Porky's Real Pit Barbecue. Try Porky's mouth-watering menu from succulent ribs to chicken and the Mac Daddy Burger to Black Eyed Peas, Brunswick Stew. No one does barbecue and all the fixings like Porky's Real Pit Barbecue. For lunch, dinner, before or after the game. And if you're having a family reunion this summer, maybe a Little League banquet or office outing, everyone will love catering from Porky's. And don't forget Hump Day Wednesday and Bike Night Thursday. Grab the family and your appetite and head to Porky's. Real good, real southern, real pit barbecue. Downtown Apopka. Have you been to Charlie Granger's yet? Charlie Granger's Hot Dogs, Brisket, and Barbecue in Apopka on 441 in the Victoria Plaza has quickly become the place to get great food for lunch or dinner. They've got a gazillion hot dog varieties from the Mohit to Orange County, the Blue Darter, Cape Fear, and more. They're all delicious, but don't forget the brisket, thinly sliced, juicy, what flavor? And now you can get the Charlie Granger's Brisket Plate topped with pimento cheese along with their delicious sides, coleslaw, soups, the best gumbo in town, and cornbread. Yeah, Charlie Granger 
Warriors has the best hot dog varieties and mouth-watering brisket, but did you know that they also have some of the best barbecue in town? Slow cook and chop to order. Featuring Charlie's Pulled Pork Plate, add their fresh and spicy baked beans, their signature mac and cheese, how about the white bean and brisket soup? And when you combine great food with a casual laid-back atmosphere, you found a great restaurant in Apopka that you'll be back to time and time again with family and friends. Charlie Granger's Hot Dogs Brisket and Barbecue, now in the Victoria Plaza on US 441 West in Apopka. Who are some of the heroes in your life? For me, it is those people who give of themselves without any thought about what they get in return. Hello, I'm Alan Treba, owner of American Family Funerals and Cremations and The Servant. We want to thank our military veterans for their service and commitment in defending our freedoms and our way of life. We offer special packages and guidance to our military veterans and their families during times of loss. It is the least we can do for someone who has done so much for us. You know us. We are family. AmericanFamilyFunerals.com It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're glad you're joining us. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. Joe Ferraro's engineering on site. John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner, is joining us. And... Mark Washington representing Blue Darter basketball. He's the head coach at Wolf Lake Middle School. He's a Apopka Blue Darter basketball alumni, and he's on the staff for Apopka varsity basketball of Coach Scott Williams. You know, guys, before we go further, I do want to mention, as we're talking about Apopka Blue Darter basketball, especially the history and tradition of it, and Coach Joe Sterling's incredible era when we were literally one of the elite programs in the state of Florida. Uh, One of the great players from that era, just uh, died unexpectedly this week, uh, Sonny Milliken. So oh, I wanted wow. to acknowledge him, especially as we're talking about basketball. You know, Sonny Milliken, I, he was a little bit before my, my specific memories. I know I obviously saw him play, but I was probably about three or four years old at the time. Right. But in that wonderful historical booklet that Coach Williams compiled of the Joe Sterling years, uh-huh. uh, 61, 62, and 63, I, I learned a lot about Sonny Milliken's career, and he had, was a heck of a had a heck of a career. I mean, he had uh, tremendous scoring stats. Scoring yeah, I, and and you know, I'm a year older than you, Roger, but uh, don't remember him playing from an age standpoint. But uh, you know, it it was there were a lot of good ball players back in those days, and and guys that you know, as you get older, you look, and, and it's like people look at us now. Not that we were ever great athletes in our day, but you know, those who were. You know, sometimes or every with everybody, age takes that away. But uh, you know, there's there's a lot of history there that is just fascinating, and and guys like Sonny Milliken were, were among those. That's for sure. And he specifically was a big part of it. And we just want to acknowledge you know, that our condolences and you know once again sadness to lose another great Blue Darter. Well, very and much so. A guy mm-hmm. who was a huge part of the Joe Sterling years. Um, well, John, why don't we go back? I just talked a little bit more about football and. You know, one of the t- one of the things I thought was interesting, and you know, of course, it will still remains interesting because I don't want to put too much weight on the spring game because I'm always the one that always says I don't pay attention to the spring mm-hmm. game and the preseason game because yeah, they don't count. But and for other reasons, however, <laughs> yeah, we did look good and and the defense looked good, and and I think that that's that's huge because you know our long, long, long time defensive coordinator, Coach Rolson. 
has left. Other defensive coaches have left. So that's one of the real points of, of observation coming into this year. What can you share with us about the new defensive coordinator and the new de- defensive staff? Well, you know, Tom Pellucci is the defensive coordinator now. He was on staff last few years. Uh, he was on staff earlier, left to become uh, as, a, as a defensive uh, backs coach earlier, and, and left to go to University High as defensive coordinator, then got the head coaching job at Olympia, was there for two years, and then since so the last three or four years has been back at Apopka. And now he's the defensive coordinator and, uh, you know, different personality than Jeff Rolson, uh, more of a fiery, you know, get-in-the-face kind of guy than, than Jeff was or is. <laughs> and so, uh, but, you know, so we'll see. And, and there's there's been some movement around. You know, Bill Coggle is now coaching offensive line instead of DBs. And, and uh, a couple new guys, Rich Turner and uh, 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 Granado, uh, are, are – helping out on defense so and matt anderson of course is still defensive line coach uh you know if the sun's rising in the east he's a popkins defensive line coach so uh he does a great great job and you know they'll be solid there uh with with matt as is the coach and you know there will maybe a little bit more uh aggressiveness defensively uh in terms of blitzes and stuff like that but they'll still play the the basic four three and and you know have the uh two cornerbacks two safeties um and part of that is just what you're dealt with you know, personnel-wise. But there's going to be some new guys back there for, for Apopka defensively in the, in the defensive backfield. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. But uh, I know Rick Darlington's optimistic on those guys in, in terms of their ability to get the job done. Uh, you know, so we'll see how it pans out. And, uh, you know, uh, they'll be facing some stiff competition uh, this year, there's no doubt. One of the things, and once again, I don't want to keep making too much of a big deal out of the spring game because I'm always one that says don't make a big deal out of it. But it's you tough. know, the defense looked very good, and you know, and, and university had you know was known as one of the top running backs in the state. In fact, he's already committed to Miami, and you know, did a nice job of handling him. Now he got his 120 yards, but still, it wasn't like he was running up and down the field. And then, on top of that, the pass defense looked excellent. They uh, they were under 500 passing and. You know, we broke up some passes, and so it, that was just kind of kind of encouraging. The other thing I was going to mention is, you know, we lost, uh, you know, some some of our starters transferred over to Wekaiba on defense, and once again, not to make get too optimistic over one spring game, but the guys that filled in for those guys, you know, looked very very good as well. Yeah, you you want to see that versus guys who are, are looking around trying to figure out what the heck they're doing, uh, and so you know. Young man named Chance Bush is will be at one cornerback, and and uh, Anthony Fieldings will be at the other quarterback cornerback. Chance is a senior. He's he's bounced around a little bit. Uh, was at First Academy and whatnot, but lives in Apopka and, and decided to stay home uh, this time. And and so uh, he's he's not all that big. I think he's five eight ish. If he was five eleven six zero. Uh, well, he might be playing safety too, but at that point, but you know, he, he would he would be getting a lot of top offers. He's that good. I mean, he's a pretty good cover corner, uh, especially in high school. He was, was a good and, tackler, and, in yeah, the, uh, very much so. Game. Yeah, and Anthony Fieldings has shown a lot of promise, and he's just just a sophomore. Well, he got so, playing time as a freshman. Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. You know, Jacorian Davis Hamilton may see some time in the de- as a safety in the defensive backfield. So, uh, it's going to be interesting and. and uh, I think, like I say, I think maybe they'll be a little more aggressive, and, and that can pay off big time, but it also, you know, can burn you sometimes. You know, you, you call a blitz or, or you've got a, a defensive back who 
goes for an interception and it gets past him and and then all of a sudden the guys the receivers catching it and he's got a nothing but green grass between him and the end zone so uh we'll we'll see how it goes but i'm, I'm fully expecting a a solid effort defensively and and as they uh look to to improve and, and especially in the pass defense area and i know and i know rick darlington will be paying more attention to the defense as the head coach uh you know even you know traditionally it's been you know let the defense do what they do and work with the offense but uh He'll be paying more attention to the defense during the game and during the week, uh, during practice. And interestingly, Coach D started his career as a defensive coordinator, so he definitely knows that side of the ball, too. Well, John, it's been great to have you join us at Porky's. I look forward to having lunch with you here in a few minutes after we sign off. Mark Washington, thank you for coming up and giving us some great insights into Blue Daughter basketball as well. No problem, man. Um, before we head out, I just wanted to, I'll be remiss if I didn't uh, wish my nephew a happy 18th birthday today. His name is Luther Clarence Washington the third. So, ALC, he's a graduate from Apopka High School of this class. So, happy birthday, ALC. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, um, and I do want to remind you as we sign off that you're going to looking forward to being an outstanding, promises to be an outstanding and a very interesting football season once again for Blue Daughter football. And we will have all the games for you right here on 1520 WBCW, Apopka's hometown station, and especially on 1520 WBCW and via the 1520 WBCW phone app. You can hear the games throughout Central Florida, online, across the world, the United States, and across the world. Very excited. And it all starts on Friday, the 18th of August, versus Daytona Mainland visiting. And as John has told us, that'll be a 7.30 p.m. kickoff, and we'll have it all for you right here on 1520 WBCW. Want to say thanks to our sponsors at Porky's and We're getting ready to have a great lunch at Porky's. Hope that you'll come up and join us as well. Have a great day. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.